Welcome, guys, to another edition of For Men Only. I'm Pastor Brent, and I'm excited to share with you something that I believe God wants all of us in 2021 to aspire to and to achieve as men. And I want to talk to you about Daniel today. I want to talk to you about having an extraordinary spirit or an extraordinary spirit. So let's just read in Daniel chapter 6, reading verses 1 to 3. King Darius appointed 120 leaders over the kingdom stationed throughout the realm, and over them three administrators, of whom Daniel was one. These administrators would be accountable to them so that the king would not be defrauded. Daniel, I love this part, it's a great part, distinguished himself above the administrators and because he had an extraordinary spirit. So the king planned to set him over the whole realm. And I love that. And that reminds me of David, who, when he was a young man, it said that he behaved himself wisely in all his affairs. And that also reminds me of Jesus, who, whom it was said that he grew in favor with both God and man. So I believe Daniel was in that same category. There was something about him, though, I don't know, the way he handled himself, the words that he spoke to people, the way he related to people. Um, I don't know. It doesn't really say exactly. But I know that to have an extraordinary spirit, or some translations say an excellent spirit, there's got to be something about him that sticks out. So I believe that Daniel was, um, wasn't common. He wasn't ordinary. Obviously, he was different um, in a lot of different ways, so much so that the king wanted to set him over the three and to set him over everybody. And so I don't know about you, but to, as a slave, uh, not from the, their own culture, he's, he's Jewish in a, in a Babylonian culture, um, but he acted wisely. He, he grew in favor and grace with the king and with those around him, so much so that he was being promoted. And I, I believe that God wants to promote his children in the kingdoms that they operate in. And it doesn't matter whether they're good or whether they're bad. doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter the times that we're in right now. You know, as we try to become like Daniel, good things are going to happen. It says here in verse 4, though, that these other administrators, uh, the other two, obviously, and then probably the other 117 or whatever they were, kept trying to find a charge against Daniel so that they could uh, charge something regarding the kingdom. But it says they could not find anything, couldn't find no corruption, couldn't bring a charge against him, for he was trustworthy, it says here. It says no negligence and no corruption was found in him. And I love that part. They actually had to find another way, which they did using his prayer life, his spiritual life, which you guys know how that ended up in the lion's den and all that, but I'm not here to talk about that. I want to encourage men today to take on this Daniel attitude, if possible. Um, he must have shown great faithfulness and loyalty because they couldn't find anything to charge him concerning the king's affairs. So that means he was trustworthy and faithful. And that's what I'm asking you guys to do. You know, I want to challenge you to be faithful, to be loyal in, you know, wherever you find yourself, whatever job, whatever career, you know, if you're under somebody, if you're over somebody, you know, be your be your very best to be loyal and faithful. Excuse me. Be loyal and faithful. And they couldn't find him a charge, couldn't find a charge against him. So that means he was he was faultless. He was without fault. Well, I'll tell you, that's pretty hard to do. But you know what? With God in us, we can do it. It says, no corruption. 
So he was honest. He was faithful. He was trustworthy. You know, he could be trusted with anything that the, that the king gave him or the government gave him or whatever. He was just that way. I love that part. He was also, um, no. He was, there's no negligence on his part. So that means that he was not lazy. He was not slothful. Um, you know, he couldn't take, he never took a bribe. He couldn't be bribed. Um, he was just one of those guys of great character. And so he was not slothful. He was not lazy. He probably did his job and went the extra mile. And, you know, we are called to be the extra mile people, aren't we? And I think that's missing. He also, I think last but not least, he had a great attitude. And I think that was seen probably wherever he went, whatever he, you know, wherever he dealt with people. He probably had, was caring. He had wisdom. He probably had compassion. You know, he probably treated everybody with respect. You know, I can imagine, you know, nobody set someone up on high for no reason. It was, it was, it would have been visible to all, to, to the king and to the other administrators and to the people that he dealt with. And so they tried their very best. They put his life under the scrutiny of their magnifying glass of whatever, and they couldn't find anything, not, not even one thing. He was excellent, excellent in what he did, excellent in what he said, excellent in every area so that his life was above reproach. And also his spiritual life was consistent. And I think maybe that's the key. Well, not maybe. I think that was the key. No, not I think. That was the key to his, his, his life. He was consistent spiritually, praying three times a day. You know, that's pretty consistent, isn't it? That's something we could all aspire to. And so, man, can the same be said of us? You know, if our lives were to be put under scrutiny by somebody else, under the word of God, or just somebody in the natural looking at our lives, you know, what would they find? You know, would we be found faultless? Would we pass this microscope test of good character? You know, would we, would our lives be shown to be ordinary or common? Or would we be, would we find ourselves saying, hey, you know, someone saying, hey, those guys are extraordinary. They are extraordinary. They are not common. They are above board. They're, you know, better than everybody else. And that's not what we're trying to do. But we are trying to be um, godly in a ungodly world, just as D Daniel was. And so, you know, could we pass the Daniel test? Can we pass the Daniel test? That's the, the challenge that I have for you today. Philippians 2, 14 and 15 says this, and I think it applies. Do everything without grumbling and arguing. And I love that scripture. That's what Paul is saying. Do everything without grumbling and arguing. And I, I think that's not the norm of today. That's not the culture of the day. You know, everybody seems to be, you know, grumbling. They argue about everything. They complain. We, you know, criticize everything. And, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that was Daniel at all. And so he seemed to do something totally different than everybody else. And, you know, if you want to be like Daniel, if you want to have an excellent spirit, if you want to be extraordinary, it's going to cost you. And that's the challenge that I have for you today is, you know, will you pay the price to be that kind of guy? You know, most of us read Daniel or Joseph or, you know, all the guys that God favored King David and, you know, God favored them and raised them up. We say, I want that. I want to have that favor. I want to I want to have that kind of thing happening in my life. But you, you can't just do whatever you want and get that favor. If we're going to uh, get what Daniel got or get what Joseph got or get what these guys got, then we've got to do what they did. And there's a price to pay for that. And so... They obviously had great character. 
And God is looking for us to have great godly character, self-control in all things, watching our mouths, watching our attitudes, watching our hearts, watching how we treat people, you know, doing our very best to be the kind of godly person, you know, to imitate God. We're called to be imitators of God. So if you want to be like Daniel, you're going to have to have an excellent spirit. And that's going to mean some change. And then it says here in verse 15, so that you may be blameless and pure. I love that part. Blameless. That means someone could search our lives and say, I can't find blame. I can't blame them for anything. And pure children of light. I love that. Children of God who are faultless in a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine like stars in the world. So Daniel was faultless. Jesus was faultless. Uh, David was faultless, so much so that they they stood out, they stuck out. You know, how many of you would like to stick out like a sore thumb? You know, that's that's what that's what he's saying here. That to have an extraordinary an extraordinary spirit means you're going to have to stick out. This is not something we do, you know, undercover. It's not something we just do under closed doors. It's something we do in public, in private, and in public. We do it everywhere we go with everybody that we deal with and talk to. And as a result, you start to shine like a star. And God wants his children, guys, he wants you to shine like a star. I don't know about you, but that, that's pretty bright. And I don't think it's that difficult in a world where characters is, is falling apart, good characters not happening. People lack that character. People lack a lot of godly traits. You know, a lot of the things that we appreciate and value, it's not hard for us to shine like stars in a crooked and perverse generation. Anytime you stand up to do what's right, you're going to shine like a star. Anytime you stick out from the ordinary or the or be uncommon in a common world, you're going to stick out. The danger of this, of course, is that people are going to look at you sometimes and they might be envious of you, of favor that comes to you, or they might get upset with you that you're, you're raising the bar and making other people look bad who aren't up there. Maybe you're going to, you work at a, some place and you're raising the bar and, and it's kind of like everybody's looking at you going, oh man, if he raises the bar, then I got to raise the bar, you know, but that's okay. And some people are going to dislike you for that. Some people are going to hate you for that, but that's, that's what comes with the territory. You want to be a Daniel, you might get persecuted, but you don't, but you'll also get favor. And that's the good news. That's, that's the encouraging part here, guys, is that if we start leaving God, they help us be the guys that we're supposed to be, to be the Daniels that stick out. You know, if we start doing that, and we can because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we have a godly, we have God living inside of us. And if he found favor, we can find favor. It doesn't matter what kind of boss you have, whether they're good guys or bad guys. It doesn't matter, you know, who the prime minister is or who the leadership is or the government around you. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter. And Daniel proved that out. Having lived through four kings and all his life, it didn't matter what kind of king was on the throne. He just kept garnering favor everywhere he went. And so he was hardworking. He was loyal and faithful. He was diligent. He behaved himself wisely in all his affairs. He dealt with people in a considerate and loving, caring manner, obviously. And he had great godly character and he had a great attitude. You know, and as we do these things, you know, um, you're going to become the best guy that you can be, which is going to be a benefit to yourself, obviously, to your wife and to your children and to those that you work with and everywhere that you go. And so I want to encourage you guys to make this your purpose. As Daniel did when he was young, 
and taken into slavery into the Babylonian kingdom, he purposed in his heart. And because of that purpose, he became a great man of God and able to affect the nation and to shine like a star. And so in 2021, guys, I just want to uh, encourage you to become that, that person. So why don't I just pray for you right now? Father, I lift up all the guys that are going to watch this vlog. And Lord, I pray that your spirit would be upon them. I pray, Lord, that you would encourage them and help them from day to day to take the Daniel test and to become the best guy that they can be in 2021. Lord, let your spirit be upon them. Give them the energy. Give them the motivation. Give them the strength to be this kind of guy in 2021. And Lord, I expect to hear the, the good things and the favor of God on their lives in 2021. So guys, that's the end of my vlog. I want to encourage you to continue listening to these, watching these vlogs, and maybe tell other guys too. Say, hey, um, there's some good things happening. Faith Alive is putting out these for men only vlogs. They're helpful. They're beneficial. They're, they instruct us. They challenge us. They encourage us. You know, and let's, let's, let's make sure this gets out. Okay, so anyway, God bless you guys. And uh, be the best you can be in 2021.